0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this... Let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where dirt and spray visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with dirt and spray is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Tuesday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born to the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. And excited to start talking about the conference championship games and head out to Philadelphia with our friend John Marks at John Marks Media on Twitter, 94WIP in Philly. John, good morning to you. I'm sure Eagles fans are calm, cool, and collected uh, for this weekend. What's the vibe been like since that blowout win on Saturday night?
2: Um, I mean, honestly, Eagles fans have been really positive, and even me, who I, I, I didn't like, not that I didn't think the Eagles were going to win on Sunday, but I also know when I looked at the previous playoff games the previous weekend with, with division games, Miami damn near beat Buffalo, and the Ravens mm-hmm. almost beat Cincinnati, so I looked at the Giants. I didn't think the Giants would win. You can see the, the, the discrepancy in talent when you watch that game but I I didn't see them absolutely manhandling the Giants, and most Eagles fans did. Most Eagles fans were feeling really good about the team, and they're certainly feeling good after the game, so uh, everybody, I think, recognizes the the 49ers were a tough test, but you also have a a rookie quarterback on the road in Lincoln Financial Field, so I'm curious to see how he reacts, and if this is the week that his bubble kind of bursts.
3: Yeah, John, I I thought it was interesting. It feels like we're doing a lot of Burrow. We're doing a lot of Mahomes and the Chiefs, five straight AFC title games. We're talking about Brock Purdy being on a high streak in the Niners defense playing well it's not that people haven't mentioned the Eagles the Eagle we all know the Eagles are hosting that game it kind of feels like though they're sneaking under the radar a little bit here and you know not as many people watching the Eagles blow out the Giants as they watched Dallas San Francisco or Buffalo and Cincinnati do you feel like this is kind of a nice spot for for Philly to come in and maybe not as many people feeling as high on the Eagles as as the city is
2: yeah, I, I think it's an excellent read, and it seemed like nationally, even though the Eagles were clearly the best team in football over the course of the entire season until Jalen Hurts got hurt, injured, and and he um, and Gardner Minshew had to come, and they lost those two games. But they really, it was like the national media more or less was just looking for the Eagles to lose so they could then jump on somebody else, right, or say like, "Oh, I told you, the Eagles—they they peaked too early; they're not going to do it." And the Eagles are very comfortable with that because they're—they're—I mean, they hear it. And they're filing it away. They're not talking about it a lot publicly. But I think they like the fact that they're still, being, they're still being undersold. And you're right. They are flying under the radar. Jalen Hurts, if you look at the box score, had like 154 passing yards. Uh, but if you watch the game, especially in the first half, he, he's clearly the difference. I mean, he mm-hmm. right now, he should be in the same conversation. Maybe not as Burrow or Mahomes, but, I mean, he's better than Josh Allen right now. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's a phenomenal talent, and I'm a big fan. Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback right now than Josh Allen. So I I do a show with Brandon Graham, the Eagles' defensive end, every Monday night, and he said it last week. He said it the week before. He said, let everybody keep sleeping on us because they are very comfortable kind of flying under the radar while no one's paying attention to
1: them. Yeah, those teams are always looking for that kind of chip on the shoulder, whatever angle they can get. John Marks, our guest, 94 WIP in Philly. It kind of leads into my next question, John. You kind of answered it there, but I'm going to ask it nonetheless. I mean, he's got, you know, not being a first-round pick, I think they got, what, four-year rookie deals, so he's got one more year left on his deal. I'm assuming everybody's sold what, you know, are we talking extension this off season? What just what's the narrative about him being the long-term guy because the financials are undoubtedly going to change around it.
2: Yeah, there's there's little doubt that the Eagles will lock him up in the off season provided that he's not asking for a Lamar Jackson fully guaranteed contract or anything like that. But if he uh, is along the lines of the recent guys that have signed the, the the Russell Wilsons and the Kyler Murrays. I don't know if he waits until Joe Burrow kind of sets the market and then he gets around that. That would probably be the wise move to make. But I and mean, I can just tell you personally, and there were were, were a lot of Eagles fans that felt like hey, I like what I've seen from Jalen Hurts, but I don't know if he can be a good enough passer in the NFL, right? Like he was a second-round draft pick, and the book was, he has all the intangibles you're looking for. He's a great athlete. He's smart. He's a great leader. But can he make the NFL throws? And this year he's shown that he can make the NFL throws. And all the other stuff matters, too. I think that the, the biggest thing from him not playing in those two games is the Eagles couldn't run the football because without the threat of Hurts keeping the ball and running, mm-hmm. that. The running game's not the same, so he comes right back. The running game opens, opens wide open, so I think five years ago, you would still have questions like, well, I don't know if you can win like this. You can win like this with Jalen Hurts. You don't have to be the typical drop-back quarterback that surveys the field. He does it all, and it's working for the Eagles right now.
3: John, what's the matchup you're most concerned about and matchup you like that maybe won't get as much attention?
2: Concerned about Kyle Shanahan and scheming and game planning and running the football mm-hmm. and gaining an early lead and Brock Purdy kind of going off of the run as opposed to uh, setting up the run with the pass, vice versa. It's concerning because you you know how good Kyle Shanahan is That is at that. He's one of the best play callers in the league. He's one of the best schemers in the league. And that can totally... That can totally screw your whole game where you think you're coming out, your confidence in your offense, and then your defense gets chewed up early. So that would be the one thing I'm worried about. But I have to look at the Eagles' offense, and I know the Niners' defense has been excellent. The Eagles and the, and the Niners have the top two defenses in the league. The NFL in 2023 isn't built to have shut down defenses. So if this offense needs to go score for score, they can do it on the 49ers defense. I don't care how good they've been. So I just look at the Eagles offense, the defense is going to be good enough. I look at the Eagles offense and, and I say they can score against anybody in the league. So you got to like that.
1: Yeah, where are they at health-wise, John? I know, you know, you mentioned uh, Jalen Hurts the shoulder injury late in the season that kind of derailed things. I think that led some to question what is Philly going to be in the playoffs cuz we just hadn't seen them lose much all season. I was like this seems like a vulnerable team now. He reminded everybody last week they're not. So where's he at? I don't Lane Johnson felt like he was on one leg. Where's that? Just how are they doing health-wise going into this game?
2: Lane Johnson has a torn groin. It's, an, it's called an abductor muscle, but it's actually a part of the groin. It's torn, so he needs off-season surgery. He can't make it any worse, but he's out there. Like you said, he's out there limping around. Yeah, he's, he's in some significant pain. But he didn't give up a pressure or a sack or anything like that. He hasn't given up a sack in two years, Lane Johnson, at right tackle. Um, so that is the one guy that is banged up. I feel like Hurts, by the time they play on Sunday, will be 90% or so. He didn't really look like he um, he had any effects of the shoulder injury. And then Avante Maddox, who is their – I mean, he's really a starter. He's their nickel corner. Uh, he's – he, he had a toe injury, he had a foot injury, so he um, he was still in a boot as of last week. So he is kind of the one starter that isn't playing. Eagles have every other starter from the beginning of the season playing right now. They're the healthiest team in the playoffs, outside of Lane Johnson, who's playing through it, and Avante Maddox, who um, I don't know if he's going to go this week. I'd probably say no. Uh, but, hey, they're as healthy as, as as they've ever been in the playoffs, and they're the healthiest team in the league right now.
3: I was able to catch some of the show yesterday on, on the Odyssey app, and I, I found it funny that – you know, Mr. Philadelphia and John Marks has taken calls and you have to tell callers <laughs> to calm down. It's only Monday as they are ranting and raving about how they're going to kick the Niners ass. <laughs> I I have to ask you, though, John, what what is your opinion? You mentioned the defense here. What is your opinion on Jonathan Gannon? He's getting a lot of headlines because Sirianni in the postgame. Basically called out the radio station and said, "There's been a, there's too much chatter here. This dude's great. He's going to be a head coach. What have you made of the Jonathan Gatter, uh, Gannon stuff with Sirianni and?" And, and maybe some of your cohorts over there at WIP.
2: So the the prime suspect in what we're talking about is Angelo Cataldi, who is the longtime morning show host here at WIP, who is actually retiring. Once the Eagles season is over, he's been doing it for 30-some years, oh, wow. he's retiring from the radio. He's gonna do a week after the Eagles season over is over and then he retires but he has been I mean even a couple of weeks ago he was driving Jonathan Gannon to te- to the Texans so he could be the head coach there because he wants <laughs> him out of here so bad it's it's interesting because I would say and I don't know about percentages because when when you get callers to call in I don't know if that's just the you know the vocal minority or they right. you know they're just callers but I would say that based on the Eagles success this year the fact that they've set NFL records for like, like amounts of sacks in consecutive games. And they had 15 more sacks this year than number two in sacks in the NFL. So the bottom line is they've had a historic season and the defense has been very good, but for whatever reason, these, <laughs> it's because of Buddy Ryan, it's because of our old uh, coordinator, Jim Johnson. They want to see a blitz on every play. And the fact <laughs> in the NFL in 2023, you don't blitz all the time. All the, the new defensive coordinators, they don't want anything thrown over their head. So they're letting everything happen in front of them. And what Jonathan Gannon has done, he has a defense that can get to the quarterback without blitzing. So he doesn't blitz a lot. But Eagles fans want to see the blitz, and they want to see blood and violence and everything else. So Gannon is not beloved, but you can't question his effectiveness at this point. I mean, the defense has been great. I think
3: you guys just want Brian Dawkins. We're so used to seeing Brian Dawkins (laughs) that Philly fan just has a picture in their head of Brian Dawkins, and he's not out there anymore, and it bothers him.
2: Yeah, we, we set up a trap where I had, the, I had the blitzing percentages of every team, and Eagles fans are like, oh, I want D'Amico Ryan. I want an aggressive defense like the 49ers and D'Amico Ryans. And it's like, D'Amico Ryans' teams actually blitz less. Than the Eagles, <laughs> they blitz left. You just watch them on red zone, and you think they're this aggressive defense, and really Man. they just have great athletes on defense, and that's why they're good. You don't need to blitz forty percent of the time to get to the quarterback. That's
1: great when you have the numbers to back it up. I mean, I'm, I've been eye, eyeballing the line all week. It's a two and a half, I think. I'm waiting to see if it gets up north of a <clears throat> excuse me north of a field goal. Just, how, how you feeling? How does it play out? Philly at home, they've been tough to beat there all year.
2: Yeah, I, I. I, I when i when I watching the games over the weekend, the Bengals are the best team in the AFC, and now you have Pat Mahomes with a high ankle sprain, and I'll be shocked if he's effective if he even gets out there. And the Eagles were by far the two best teams that I watched last weekend, and the 49ers are good. I can envision a situation where the Niners just totally frustrate them. And, and one other thing, the fact the Eagles beat up the Giants so bad, and it was such a mismatch, and there was really no test right from the beginning, you worry a little bit about them coming out perhaps a little bit overconfident thinking like hey we're that good and the niners have something something for them i think it's a close game but i think ultimately the home field advantage is the difference and the eagles win i don't know if it's a field goal game but yeah it's a one score game or so
1: there you go great stuff john marks at 94 wip in philly one of our great friends at john marks media on twitter go give him a follow i'm sure it's going to be an entertaining week for you man we always appreciate the time and hopefully we can do this again soon thanks as always
2: thanks guys appreciate it this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance